Hey folks, I'm here today to tell you about Visible. Something unfortunate about wireless services, what you see isn't always what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. No perception check required. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just $25 a month, taxes and fees included. If you're looking for a carrier that is upfront with no hidden fees, then go to Visible.com to make the switch. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save, and you're going to be getting unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Visible is the wireless carrier that's constantly operating from a zone of truth. In their quest for total transparency, Visible wants you to know the monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the role of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. All right, go ahead and roll for perception. I got a 13. Hey, that's pretty good. With that, you can tell there's some fantasy situations going on. You hear some adult language, and with that, you can tell this podcast probably isn't for kids. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons & Dragons, from moldy myconids to magnanimous monstrosities. And today, we're talking about the barbarian. All right, Brian. Well, hello. Hello. And happy New Year. Again. Again. Yes. Yeah. We're we're recording this on New Year's. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um so today is a very special episode to me anyways because I'm excited. We're we're delving back into classes and we're starting with the barbarian. And that's close to my heart as well. Fantastic. <laughs> um so basically we we've covered all the classes in this show. Um and when we did so we we 99% covered just player's handbook stuff. Yeah. But there's been a lot released since then for a lot of, the, of these classes, enough so that I kind of wanted to go back and let's revisit some of the stuff. So we're going to revisit some of the the various um, new subclasses and options for these races. Particularly also, from like Unearth Arcana that became Xanathar's Guide, right? Yeah, particularly from uh, Xanathar's Guide, a little bit from Sword Coast Adventures Guide, mm. and um, a smattering of other things here and there. Um, also, we'll, we'll probably build a character. Let's I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. Yeah, we, let's we, get back to that. We we'll, used to do that in our older episodes. If you guys go back and listen, um, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll build a character. Okay, um, and we, we'll also touch on maybe some 
some topics that I look back on older episodes and be like, oh, we should have talked about this and this, but we just didn't. So we just did We'll it. try and catch it this time around. Cool, cool. So that being said, we're starting with Barbarians, and Barbarians. I'm excited because there's quite a few subclasses that we're going to talk about. Um, three, in fact. Uh, and so, hell, let's just get let's into jump it. Jump right in. Yeah. Hit me so, with that first one, Will. <laughs> so the first one I want to talk about is uh, it's from Xanathar's Guide. It's called Path of the Storm Herald. And so Whoa, this buzzword storm. Yeah, storm. Watch you out, everybody. Know how I feel about that. So <laughs> yeah, obviously, I'm very attracted to this subclass. I think it's very cool. Cool. Um, so this uh, take on barbarians really kind of ties them into like primal or elemental magic. It's kind of a way to get some some magic into your barbarian. Okay. Because barbarians aren't usually spellcasters in any way, shape, or form. Raging <laughs> usually mitigates any type of spellcasting. Uh, but this is a way where you f- you take your rage and you take your storm. And you put them together. And you just fucking blend them up yeah. in your barbarian body. Indeed. So this, this uh, basically what this barbarian is, when this barbarian rages, it causes a mantle of primal or elemental energy to swirl about them. And it will cause various effects depending on which type of storm you choose. And there's, there's different three, types of storm. Different types of storm that you can choose. They're like almost like ranger terrains, like favorite terrains, if oh, you will. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It's, it's, it's similar. Um and they are desert, sea, and tundra. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And basically, like, desert's going to be, like, a heat or fire kind of flavor. Uh, sea is going to be lightning, storm-type flavor. And then tundra, of course, is going to be cold, ice, you know. Yeah, three different types of storms, I suppose. Okay. I suppose. Although, when I think of desert, I usually think of sandstorm, but eh. That's kind of like that thing, um, like... You know, as opposed to like the four elements, we have like this rock, paper, scissors kind of thing going on. There was these oh, Mega yeah. Man Zero games I used to play. Yeah. And you could attach like a, like a lightning chip to your guy and he would do lightning damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the lightning damage would be good against, I think, fire. And the fire would be good against ice and ice would be good against lightning. Right, right. Yeah, you know, that's a common thing you see in video games. Like uh, Elder Scrolls are like that where you have fire, lightning, and ice are like the three core. Usually there's, there's two different options for video games. It's either the four basics like earth, air, water, and fire. Or for some reason, there's the trinity of lightning, fire, and um, cold. Yeah, I and like ice. the I like yeah. the rock, the rock paper scissors style. Yeah, uh, if you like the rock paper scissors style, you should check out Fire Emblem, the tactical RPG. Oh, okay. The whole game is based off rock paper scissors styles, and there's like four different like circles. Like there's fire. I think in that one it's fire, wind, and. It's fire, wind, and and something else. Man, well, I'm drawing a blank. I'll have to check yeah, it out. Yeah, and then like sword, spears, and axes are their, their own trinity of rock, oh, paper, cool. scissors. And, that actually yeah. sounds like fun. Yeah. I would it, do that. It's definitely up your alley. But back to barbarians. So, barbarians. So uh, the, the first feature you get at level three is your storm aura, which basically it procs when you rage. And if you are a desert storm barbarian, your aura is going to cause two fire damage to all creatures um, within 10 feet of you. Okay, sweet. Yeah. Uh, I think once per round, so probably at the end of your turn. Just so, just for free. Uh, yeah, for free. You that's, don't have to do anything. Just two two fire damage. Now that will increase over time. I think it only increases to like six by level twenty. Dude, six free damage is like exactly it's really six free good. damage around. Unfortunately, it's all creatures, so that's your allies too. So oh, so you gotta watch out. Yeah, this is a barbarian that doesn't play well with others. Well, at least not. Also, at first. fortunately, it's <clears throat> only two damage. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Although two damage at level three is still like, oh, dude. Hey, calm up. down. Yeah. That hurt. Fuck. Um, but I, I kind of picture that. Well, you can picture that in a few ways. Like, you could literally just be on fire, and then the heat from it 
is you know causing damage or uh, like, my skin is cooking and I don't know why. Yeah, or it could just be like a swirl of hot air is just you know billowing about just you, whipping so. you in the eyes. Yeah, so um, you dry out your opponent's eyes. Yeah, they take two damage. <sighs> Blinded. Um, Give me the drops. If you choose the sea barbarian, um, you're you get to choose an enemy or you get to choose a target at the end of your turn, and that target has to make a dexterity save. If they fail, they'll take 2d6 lightning damage. Nice. So, And that also increases as they level up. And then for the Tundra um, Barbarian, it's actually a different approach. All allies... No, no. All creatures you choose, so allies, gain two temporary HP at the end of each turn. Oh, cool. Right? Okay. That's right. Yeah, yeah temp HP. So, so, Which yeah. is interesting. You know, that's... Uh, number one, why? Cold gives you HP? I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It's kind of, it's fun though. I do like the idea of bolstering your allies. It's really cool. Yeah, and like I don't know, 2 HP. So yeah. if better temporary HP comes along, it'll replace that. But True. Two, but 2 HP is 2 HP. And it just happens every turn for free. Like it's 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 a nice buffer. Yeah, so it it's basically taking two damage off of all your attacks. Well, off of the first attack pretty much each round. Yeah, basically. Basically. Well, that's, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 you're a gonna nice last little extra boost over like several turns. You're going to last longer. You're going to last like an extra. extra yeah, round. it definitely adds up just Absolutely. from like one passive ability. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Although it's it is limited to the, uh, your rages, which I think you only start off with two of those per day. But oh, okay. still not, not too still, though, for all the big fights, it'll, it'll be there. Right. All right. Next feature you get for the Storm Herald is at level six. You get a storm soul. You basically become infused with the element of the terrain of your choice by the way i should mention that you are allowed to change terrains but only when you level up what yeah so that's like changing out spells i guess yeah kind of um i at first i thought this was kind of strange but then i was thinking about it and you could kind of make sense of it of like you journey into the desert maybe you level up there and your experience there has made it so you've grown attuned to the nature in this place and now now you're desert storm. That makes a, that makes yeah. a lot of sense to yeah. me. Yeah. So it's it's not that strange. You're Although, like rooting your power from what's around you. Yeah. Which I do like that idea. I think if I were to roll this uh type of barbarian though, I would pick one and stick to it. Okay. That's just the kind of player I am. Like I'm a I kind of see, man who knows what I want. I could see if you're like, oh, we're getting on a boat and then like, you know, you fight monsters off the boat or whatever and a couple a couple campaigns or a couple sessions go by and you level up. And it's like, well, yeah. I'm a boatman now. It's yeah, no, it, it makes is. sense. It totally makes sense. You could totally play it like that. But back to the feature Storm Soul, where you become infused with the element of your, your said terrain. Um, you gain resistance to said type. So desert, fire, sea, lightning, and tundra cold. You'll gain okay. resistance to that typing. Uh, if you are a desert storm, you will gain immunity to all extreme heat. And this is the really cool part. You can also touch flammable objects and light them on fire if you so choose. Oh, that's fucking cool. It's almost like having a cantrip. Like, yeah, it is basically. Yeah. Your cantrip is I can touch things and they light on fire. Um, <laughs> is this the deed to your house? Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Go. Um, uh, I got the, too mad. Uh, sea storm soul. You gain lightning resistance. You also gain the ability to breathe w- underwater. Oh, and, shit. That's powerful yeah and you also gain a uh swim speed of 30 feet which is nice so i have a question yeah, if sure. you <laughs> if you're like drowning inside if you're suffocating inside of a gelatinous cube does your breathing underwater ability help you or is it like gills kind of where you need to like kind of sift the air out of the like you get the oxygen molecules out of the i think that the water. it wouldn't work if you have water breathing but if you are 
like an air genasi. Yeah, you can just you hold don't your need breath. to breathe. Right. So you're good. I yeah. think water breathing is very specific to you can breathe water. <laughs> yeah, you, you can not breathe gelatinous cube jelly. Your barbarian is yeah. a fucking uh, a guy from Waterworld. He's got yeah. like fucking gills yeah, on his Yeah, exactly. Neck. Yeah, very much so. <laughs> That's uh, definitely how I picture it. Um, for the Tundra Soul, you would gain cold resistance, immunity to extreme cold, and the ability to freeze water within the size of a five by five cube, which is pretty That's a big. Lot. That's really big. Yeah. That's a lot of cold <clears throat> drinks for you and your bros. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, next up uh, at level 10, you gain a feature called Shielding Storm, which basically grants the resistance that you get from your Storm Soul, the previous feature, uh-huh. to allies of your choice. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I can't remember off the top of my head if it's like limited to a certain amount. Um, but that's the general gist of it. You're going to be able to. So basically, it's a nice way to protect your allies from your fucking fire damage if you're a desert. Yeah. Soul, you know, well, now you only take one damage instead of two, <laughs> you know. Um, or you much know, better, actually. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Fire. Fire is the only one that's where like you half. have to worry about that. The, the, the C one, you get to choose your target. Tundra one just helps your allies. Um, <clears throat> so that's the basics of level 10 feature. Shielding Storm. Okay. The final feature you get for um, this subclass is called Raging Storm. You get it at level 14, and it's basically extra aura stuff. Okay, okay. It's going to make your aura that much better. So for the Desert Storm, um, all right, let me let me think what about, what I'm, about what I'm about to say so I don't say it wrong. Okay. So when you are hit, you can make a reaction to make the enemy who hit you make a dexterity save. If they fail, they take... The equivalent of half the damage you took in fire damage. Okay. Does that make sense? It's like somebody hits you across the chest with an axe. Your Uh, wound opens up and blasts uh, them with your magma blood and their eyes burn because. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But they take half of what you took. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's fucking dope. That's really good. Very useful. I would say. All right, sea storm. Um, My blood is magma. Ah! You can, <laughs> if you for the sea storm, you can take a reaction when you hit somebody and make the enemy make a strength save. If they fail, they get knocked prone. Useful, but maybe less flavorful. That'd be cool. Does thunder wave push people? It pushes people, but it doesn't knock them prone. That'd be cool if, uh, like, the like electricity from your hit comes out, and if they can't, they don't have the strength, it like collapses them. Yeah, exactly. Like temp paralyzed. I don't want to say paralyzed because that's a different status. That's, yeah, effect. that's a that's a condition. Right. Yeah, so, but but yeah, I know what you mean. Okay. Um. So for the tundra soul, you get to choose one creature, and that creature makes a strength save. If they fail, that creature's speed is reduced to zero, and they cannot move that turn. Oh. Fuck. Now this I find very very handy. It is my least favorite of the three types of of storm soul, so I would never get to this point. <laughs> that is a very, <laughs> but that is a very nice feature. Yeah, Tundra Soul Barbarian, I, I see you. So um, what, what? That's not useful if they already moved that turn, though, right? Uh, no. Or does but, it affect them on the um, next turn? I'd have to look up the details. I think it's for a turn. So you, okay, you so should, if it's for the next turn, it's super good still. But yeah, you should be able to lock them down for a round, regardless of when they moved. I like it. Otherwise, otherwise you need to be first point. in the initiative yeah, order to yeah, make it happen. You need to boost that dex mod cuz uh, right. you got to go first. I'm going to drink this water. That looks delicious. Mm. It's like storm barbarian water. Yeah. I'm obviously a sea storm soul. <laughs> um moving on. Okay. Okay, before we move on. Any questions about the storm herald? I think it's I think it's pretty straightforward. I think it's really cool. Um it one thing that I liked about it was 
as I think I've said on this podcast many times, I've always struggled with trying to recreate fourth edition sword mages. Right, yeah. And I won't say that this is a perfect replacement or anything, but there are certain things about the Storm Soul that get some of the things that I liked about Sword Mage. And if I were to attempt to make a Sword Mage again, I would probably attempt a Storm Soul and see how it would come out. Okay. I think it's really cool. I like the idea of flinging lightning and also being good with a sword. Hell yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so. Um, but um, I, I don't really have any questions. I, yeah, I just, it's straightforward. Again, I like the um, like that rock paper scissors style, like with the like ice, electricity, fire. I think that's a cool little blend of things to kind of throw around. Yeah, I mean it's a trope for a reason, definitely. Three barbarians meet in the battlefield. Yeah. So, One of them is their own storm herald. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who wins? I don't know. It's a very flavorful subclass, and uh, all these subclasses we're going to talk about today are flavorful. But let's move on to the okay. next one. Yeah. This next one is also in uh, Xanathar's guide. It is the path of the Zealot? And this is uh, this is a way for you to rage for your god. This is what you can, <laughs> you can, uh, you can fuse your your religion and your anger into one cohesive. <laughs> I, get, I get mad for God. Zealous feeling. Yeah, you so mad on behalf of your deity. Um, and this makes sense. I like this because like a barbarian could be religious. There's no reason why not. But like cleric and paladin don't really fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there are there are deities out there that may not have clerics or paladins, but barbarians specifically. So why wouldn't they want to give their some of their more zealous barbarians with a little bit of divine oomph? Yeah, so that's true. So that's what this is. So um sounds like a bumper sticker, pissed for God. Pissed for God. <laughs> so um at <laughs> level three you're gonna pack. get two two features okay. uh, if you take the path of the zealot. Now, zealot or zealot? 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 I'm not sure. Zealot? Do you say zealous or zealous? You, you said zealous. zealous and then but, do, but earlier you said zealot. Did I say zealot? Zealous? So maybe I go back and forth. Let's go Moving with zealous, on. yeah. Zealous, yeah. <laughs> so you're gonna gain uh, a feature called Divine Fury. Um, and this is a feature which is going to kind of, it's almost like a divine smite a little bit. Okay. It's, it, it gives I you, like those. Like, it powers up your weapon a bit. So the first hit that you make while you're raging do, deals an extra 1d6 uh, plus half your barbarian level of radiant or necrotic damage. Depends on you. Okay. It depends on the god you serve. So if you're oh, serving so like, it's like Bane, the god of murder, like it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> necrotic. But if <laughs> but if you're serving like Pelor. The sun god, yeah, it's gonna be radiant. Okay, so you don't get to pick like I mean hey, this hit I want to do necrotic damage and no. this hit I want to do. As a DM, damage. I wouldn't allow that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta unless you're you're serving some sort of bipolar god of schizophrenia who's like <laughs> really I'm the I'm the yeah. god of yin and yang. Yeah. Pick uh, one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So but other than that, no. I'm not gonna let you, but okay. I don't know if the rules say anything about that. I'd have to look at it again. Right. Um well, what you're saying makes sense. Yeah. So uh you get that at level three. You also get a level three uh feature called Warrior of the Gods, and this is more of a passive thing. Um it's a cool name. Okay, so when if you die and someone raises uh, someone casts a it's not spell if you die when you die when you die um and a caster tries to cast the spell raise dead on you oh, they yeah. they do not need components to raise you you're just really ready to come back <laughs> and they just got to say the word my body is made of components to raise dead exactly they just got to say the word and your god's like make it happen hell yeah so um i thought that was strange when i first read it but there are more things that play into the same kind of uh oh like theme. later later features you get this, this resurrection theme for the z <laughs> it comes back you're hard to kill if you do get killed you're still hard to kill because you're not killed indeed very much so okay i got so you. at level six you get a um a feature called fanatical focus um and this is i mean this is just useful you basically get one free reroll on a failed save while you're raging and while you're raging um 
I think you have advantage on a lot. Of, I have to go back and look, but you have advantage on a lot of bullshit when you're when you're raging. Yeah, you plus you take uh, resistance on like piercing, slashing, right? Oh yeah, that's resistance. Well, I do know that uh, barbarians get like an uncanny, not uncanny dodge, but they get uh, like an uncanny awareness feature or something like that. Where basically any any trap or spell that they can see that requires a deck save, they have advantage on. Oh, that's cool. So if you felt like you already have, I just some, rage through all these traps. Excuse me. You already have like uh, save boosting features. This is just another one, and it's just really useful. Yeah, um, it's just tank through stuff. That's yeah, kind of what the barbarians about. It really is. It really is. But another real clean, quick cut feature. Next up, level ten, zealous presence. <laughs> this one's zealous presence. Zealous presence. <laughs> zealous presence. Um, you can make a divine battle cry that grants advantage to all your allies within sixty feet of you. Now, that's flavorful. Yeah, kind of cool. Um, I I'd love to hear what it's probably have a lot of reverb cry. on it. Yeah, it's got to right. <laughs> it echoes through <laughs> a the tinge of the, chorus on the it. surrounding mountain ranges. <laughs> Somebody in a town seven miles away is like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel inspired. Um, no, it's only within sixty feet. But um, I like it. But it's a little um, what's the word? Subpar compared to some other subclass features. It just feels a little weak because it was only a turn of advantage. I guess a turn of advantage on attacks for all allies is pretty good, though. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm sure it'd be coming in handy. Are we talking about? So I'm getting confused in, in something like, does this barbarian need to be at the top of the initiative order to make this really thing really pop off? No, it's just hard. until the end of your next turn. Oh, your next turn. Okay, yeah. so it's gonna go for a full round. So yeah, that it's is gonna go full. full that's full very. Round, yeah. I think that's very good. This is more useful the more allies you have. Oh yeah, well yeah. yeah. If you're in a two man party, <laughs> this ability is it's great. okay. I mean, but in uh, it's des- we're design- the play is typically designed for four man. Yeah. So yeah. like, if you're in an eight man party, getting- if you're in an eight man party, you're fucking not unstoppable. Yeah, because like all of them are probably gonna hit. Damn, that's yeah. that's yeah, that's good. This is either for short rest or long rest. I don't remember. It's really good if you have like a wizard that's gonna pop some huge spell. Spells don't get advantage, though, because spells cause other things to roll for them. Oh, you're Unless right. Unless it's okay. an attack roll spell, which that would apply. Okay, like, so like a big attack. Like, basically, pop your big move when this thing goes off. Yeah, as long, it's as, it's, as, long as it's a spell attack roll. Right. Yeah. So, moving on. Uh, final final one for these guys. We're back to the resurrection uh, feel here. <laughs> uh, rage beyond death. <laughs> I rage through death. Yeah. Through um, traps and death. So and this slashing damage feature is actually really fucking cool. Okay, and I'm excited to talk. About it's it. called Rage Through Death. It's Rage Beyond Death. Rage, oh, Beyond <laughs> Death. Oh shit. So if you get if you are raging and you get knocked to zero HP, you do not fall on con- unconscious. You keep going. Oh shit. Um, but you, you become, will you, you become undead. Not exactly. You <laughs> do um make your death saves like an unconscious character would, but you just get to keep going. <laughs> Still attacking. <laughs> you just keep get to keep killing. That's hot. Um, if you die due to failing all three of your saves, um, you don't die until your rage ends. So you got like a minute left. You're going to finish this fight. Right. Um, but the second this fight's over, you're dead. You're going to die. Your heart explodes, whatever (laughs) happens. Um, and you will also, you will die if you reach your max HP in negative. So let's say your max HP is 50. You hit zero, you keep going, but as you're fighting, you get knocked to negative 50. You will go down at that point. Oh, shit. But it's just like this this divine ability to just keep fucking going. <laughs> and uh, if... It's like unlocking your seventh uh, life gate chakra or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if you fail your death saves, 
while raging, but get healed back up above zero, you don't die. What happens if you go full neg? If you go full neg, you die, period. Okay, okay. There's no healing. You just, you died on the spot. But they can just fucking super revive you all super easy. Yeah, because of the whole uh, Warrior of the Gods feature. Yeah, but if you fail all three, so it's like, oh no, the second my rage is done, I die. But Mm -hmm. then your clerics, I got you, bro. Healing word. You're now at two HP. You don't die. That's really good. So yeah, very very nice. That's useful. And um, well, you should probably have a healer in the party or something. Yeah, you know, I'd recommend it. Somebody but, throws like a. Um, you don't need to drink this healing potion. You can just like throw it at the ground, and like people are affected nearby. That's yeah. a cool idea for a healing potion. Yeah, that's something like a uh, artificer would do. Oh, cool! But that's an episode for another day. Indeed. And, uh, let's take a short rest. Let's do it. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify is great. They're taking businesses of all sizes, cradling them in their arms, to help them grow by giving them the tools they need. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success at every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dungeoncast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dungeoncast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dungeoncast. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday. So make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the part of the episode where we stop talking about that last thing. Don't think about it anymore. Think about this. It's you. It's yourself. Think about yourself and how much we love you listening to the show and being a part of the show and doing all the things that you all do. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have a couple things we wanted to say to you. First of all, Happy New Year. And with the new year comes new things. And one of those new things is a new Vault Raiders series that we put up on our Patreon that Will Mm -hmm. is working on right now. Soon it will be done, and soon we will record it. And then after that, I'm going to edit it, and then I'm going to put it up on Patreon. Should I I reveal the the title of the upcoming Vault Raiders? Well, before, yes. yes, Okay. The upcoming Vault Raiders adventure that I am working on is titled... The Vault Raiders and the Cult of the Dread Star. Sure. That's awesome. Okay. Learn learn what that means later yeah. in the episode. <laughs> More on that to come. If you're on Patreon, um, 
Also, if you want to catch our previous Vault Raiders that we did, it's very good, and I highly recommend it. Um, it is vault, the Vault Raiders and the Isle of Dread. Um, you can catch that on our Patreon. It's in the $5 tier. There's video and audio for that. There's also a lot of other stuff on our Patreon, like show notes, early episodes, and uh, our Halloween special that we did. We do like a, like a seasonal uh, one-shot campaign as well so if you want to hear me and will and some of our buddies play some D instead of just talking about some D, that's one of the best places to check it out indeed um other than that uh you can find us on soundcloud.com slash the dungeon cast you can search for us on youtube by searching the dungeon cast thanks josh freeland and um hit us up on itunes leave us a review or get down in that comment section below and hit the like and subscribe and uh that would really help us out a lot um Otherwise, I think we should get back to the show. What do you think? I think we should. Let's do it. We're back? Yeah, we're back. Uh, I wanted to say, uh, hey, sorry, guys, if there's any like weird audio on this episode. I got a new soundboard, and uh, we're doing some experiments because I haven't had any opportunity to test it out before this recording. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming along on this adventure <laughs> on with this me. audio adventure. Yeah, basically. Okay. So we're going to talk about one other um, subclass. Okay. And this is uh, actually from a Sword Coast Adventures guide. That skag. Yeah, that skag. Don't pick your skags. It's called it's called the Path of the Battle Rager. Okay. Um, this is an interesting one. It's definitely not my favorite. I'm going to just be honest and upfront about that right now. Well, I'm glad for your honesty, Will. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but let's talk about it. So uh, the first odd thing about this subclass is technically it is race restricted. Oh, uh, it's supposed to be dwarf restricted only, but of course, it says uh, at DM's discretion, and of course, like it, no, so, it's just no a heavy recommendation to do yeah. the dwarf. The, the reason it, it it is the way it is is because this specific style of fighting, I guess, in Forgotten Realms, is restricted to a, a dwarf clan, a very specific one. I think I'm not sure on that. Okay, uh, that is that is what I think I know. Um, but let's actually talk about it. Um, so the Battle Rager is a barbarian that is all about wearing and using spiked armor. Okay. <laughs> Which is very different from the my body as a weapon. Yeah, very much so. It's very it's I <laughs> I view this barbarian as the spiky weirdo. Um <laughs> so <laughs> basically the first thing you're going to get is the ability to wear spiked armor called battle rager armor. Um and they they give a little like template for what spiked armor is. It's like it costs seventy five gold. It gives you AC equal to fourteen plus your Dex mod with a limit of plus two, so sixteen is your max. Mm-hmm. And you have disadvantage on stealth roll. Honestly, it's it's a shitty set of armor, but it's got spikes on it. Though. It's got spikes on it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you're about. But I could lay on um, I can lay on somebody and would hurt them a lot. Because the other half of battle rager armor is as a bonus action, you may make a bonus attack with your armor on an enemy that is within five feet of you. Uh, if you hit the, they take an extra one d four of piercing damage. Nice. Also, when you grapple an enemy, if you so choose <laughs> to do so, that target will take three piercing damage per turn that they're grappled. Yeah, man, that seems accurate. Yeah, so you're just about <laughs> hurling yourself onto people. I'm gonna start firing uh, dwarven barbarians out of slingshots. Have you ever? Um, have you ever? I think they're called jumping cactus. Have you ever been to the high desert uh, and seen those? They're like they're strange looking. Small cactuses that have like little spiky balls on them, and if you get too close, it's almost as if the one of the balls will jump out and and, and stick in and you. grapple you, and you'll take and three damage. You. And you take every six three seconds. Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. <laughs> That's the barbarian is no, not but a giant one of those. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, <laughs> so, I like it. Moving on. 
Um, the next ability you get is called Reckless Abandon. Uh, That's a dope name also. <laughs> indeed. You gain your con mods worth of temporary HP while you rage and using your Reckless Attack. So if you use your Reckless Attack while you're raging, you gain your con mod and temporary HP. So anywhere between 1 and 5 temp HP. Indeed. And it is useful because when you use Reckless Attack, you're granting advantage Against on yourself. You. Right. So you might need that extra buffer. Honestly, I don't care for that feature much either. <laughs> Moving on, you get at level 10, you get the Battle Rager Charge, which uh, you can use your dash as a bonus action while raging. Now, that is useful. Yeah, especially um, if you want to grapple somebody. Yeah, <laughs> get over here. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, um, you can you can dash as a bonus action, and I think a dash is already double your movement. Yes. So you can basically get triple movement while you're mad. <laughs> you're, just, you're just a spiky bullet. You can take that feat. Uh, there's a feat at level four where you. you... Oh man, yeah. You <laughs> I can think get... you up your movement is it speed. Athlete? No, no. Um, I forget what it's called, but I know that you don't have to um... mobile. Mobile. That's it. You don't have to disengage from people. Like you can just freely move around. Oh gosh, and you get more movement speed. Yeah. That's yeah. an interesting character. We finally made this subclass something I would be interested in seeing. Um, what do you do for a living? I run. I run, and I wear this while I do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, at level 14, you get your final thing. It's called, it's called <laughs> Spiked rep- Retribution. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> while of course raging, it is. <laughs> while raging, if you are hit by a creature within five feet of you, they're going to take three piercing damage. I think at this point, you've just mastered that shoulder <laughs> check of <laughs> them getting too close to you. I'm a porcupine, but on the front. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's the Battle Rager. Okay. I don't think it's aptly named. It should be Path of the Spiked Rager. But it should be whatever. called Front Porcupine. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so um, there, there is another subclass uh, in Xanathar's Guide called the Ancestral Guardian, but we talked about the Ancestral Can Guardian. You s- okay, what? Ancestral Guardian. I thought you said something else. It was oh. bad. Ancestral Guardian. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know what you <laughs> Okay, moving on. We did talk about this subclass in Xanathar's Guide. Uh, in the Xanathar's Guide episode. So Gross. if you want to hear about the Ancestral Guardian, uh, you can hear about it there. It's I would actually... much rather ha- hear about an Ancestral Guardian <laughs> than that other thing. Yes. Um, it is the first subclass we talk about in that episode. So. Gotcha. So go check that out, please. Um, let's build a character. But before we do that, I kind of wanted to talk about reflavoring rage because I, I think a lot of people aren't too drawn to the barbarian class normally because it seems very straightforward. Like, I'm it's a shrewd, raging warrior. Yeah, like, like, I, oh, he yeah. just gets mad. Yeah, I'm a brute period in a story but it doesn't have to be like that there's a and, lot of cool things you can do yeah the most common thing i see done to make barbarians very interesting and i think it works great is taking rage and calling it something else and reflavoring it as a concept and it just drastically alters your character so it could be something like rather than going to a rage you go into a zen like trance and that changes you from a brute to maybe a very insightful kind of person cool uh ultra instinct yeah Sorry. um Sage mode from Naruto. Anyone yeah. who's, who's uh, familiar with uh, the anime Naruto, that's a thing. I don't want to give spoilers, but yeah, it's, it's a power up. It's a power up. Somebody gets like, it, uh, this power up. Yeah, it's it's, it's a mode that a certain character can get it, can go into by absorbing nature energy. Also, spoilers: Naruto doesn't die. <laughs> Moving on. It's called Naruto. Uh, it could be like an extreme like focus. <laughs> I almost picture like um like a hunter's quarry type moment where you just hone in. And like you hone in on the battle, you're just so goddamn focused. Or like somebody po- yeah. playing a professional match of World of Warcraft. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, perform- Do you ever blink? Performance enhancing drugs. Oh, uh, you know, yeah, like drunken master style. It, it could be drunken master style, or it could be some sort of weird brew concoction that your tribe makes that you just 
guzzle and you just hulk out. It's called anger juice. Yeah, anger juice. Jungle juice. Yeah, jungle juice. There we you go. Get drunk and mad. Um, under the just influ- like regular jungle juice. There we go. <laughs> under the influence, which you kind of said with the drunken master deal. Yeah, you, right. You could just be getting really drunk. Hell yeah. Um, Super Saiyan. You know, you could just fucking power up. <laughs> you just go Super Saiyan. Golden it can be a transformation. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, like, nice. Yeah. Um, it Your hair be, turns into fire. It could be like a rhythm or like dance like thing where like. So there was an old book series I used to read called Sword Dancer. Okay. Um, and there was a character in Sword Dancer. His name was uh, Sand Tiger, and he had a very specific style of sword play. Um, in that world, there's like northern sword fighting and southern sword fighting, and he was from the south, which is a very like desert like region. And he would always like, when he would challenge an enemy, he would say like, "Step into the circle with me," and it was almost like a dance, like a rhythm. Okay. And uh, he would go into like this this sword fighting mode, and he would just be unstoppable. He was like the greatest. Oh, that's awesome! Swordsman. That's really and, like cool. that's something you could do. It like, could be com- something like that. Come into the battle arena. Indeed, yeah. yeah. So, so there's many, many things that you could do with barbarian to make it much more flavorful. It doesn't have to be an anger monster, right? Uh, you know, get creative. It's up to you. Yeah. That being said, let's build a character. Let's let's. We're gonna take a moment. We're gonna we're gonna gather our materials, our character sheet, and our dice. And let's make a barbarian. Let's make a barbarian. We have returned. I have some dice. We're back again. Will has dice. Indeed. Because we're making a character. So we got our, our 4D6 for uh, ability ability score rolls. So we're going to build a, a Storm Herald barbarian. Okay. And uh, I think I mentioned in, earlier in the episode, I talked about how I wanted to give a shot trying to like recreate a, a sword mage from 4E. Right. Um, and so that's what we're going to do. Nice. I'm into um, it. I used to have a human sword mage named Sonosuke the Stormblade, <laughs> and he was fucking one of my favorite characters I ever made and rolled and whatnot. And I DM'd that guy one time. You did. You did. Uh, one iteration of him. <clears throat> yeah, there's many versions many of Sano. Many versions of Sano. But, um, but yeah, let's, let's do it. So we're going to do Storm Herald. Uh, I think it shows level six. He's going to be five levels of Barbarian with one level in Fighter. Cool. Because um, I want him to dual wield, so there's some Fighter stuff I, I wanted for that. And he's going to be human, because he's always been human, but uh, that's that feat also looks very sexy, so we're going to get that feat. That's but before we feet. do anything, let's roll some attributes. Yeah, let's do it. I'll record your numbers while you roll. The good luck dice. Um, That's an 11. 11. Or 1d1 as it's known in some circles. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's a bad stat. That's bad. That's, uh, that's a 7. Six. Seven. That's a seven. Okay. That's going to be his charisma. <laughs> that's also, that's also bad. Great. Oh, God. That's an eight. Yeah, that's an eight. Oh, man. Uh oh. Come on, fierce. Sano. That's good ish. Uh, 14. 14 is fine. That's, that's all right. That's uh, five, eight, ten. Okay. Very middle of the road. About as middle of the road as you can get. Man, seriously. This isn't I, looking good. No, it's not. Six, oh, that's six, looking amazing. Six. Oh, yes, 18. Ah, Satan. I'm so happy. Okay, so yeah, 18. <laughs> um, well, you deserved it after all these boof rolls. Yeah. So there's six rolls. Do you want to... Why don't you roll one more, and then we'll cut your low. You've sure. Got, you've got okay, three, let's do that. we got three or four bad stats here. <laughs> yeah. We'll cut that seven. I don't want a seven, bro. Well, you're going to keep whatever you get here, so... Yeah, here we go. Six, six, six three. three. That'll do. What is that? 15? 15. Fuck yeah. So you want right. to cut the 7 and make it yeah, 15? Yeah, we'll cut the 7 and make it 15. Okay. And that's that's final. Okay. All right. So let's uh 
So 18 is obviously strength because I'm a strong man. Okay, 18 <laughs> strength. Got yeah. it. What's my next highest? Uh, 15. That uh, reroll. That'll be constitution. Then you have a 14. Um, that'll be dexterity. 15 and 14. And then you have, let's see, an 11 and an, a 10 and an 8. Uh, 11 into wisdom, 10 into intelligence, and 8 into charisma. Okay. Because Sano is not stupid, but he's not very charismatic. Most people think he's kind of a loser. He's a loser. So let's talk a little bit about Sano. Yeah. Why so, is he a loser? <clears throat> so the way, the way I've pictured him is he comes from a race of people, like a culture that lives on the sea. They're like sea, sea nomads. They're like the greatest sailors in the world. Oh, cool. They, they okay. don't leave the sea. It's not a thing they usually do. Doesn't leave the um, sea. <laughs> and they, um, they basically worship a storm and sea goddess. Uh, very fervently, okay. And there is a ritual which their great warriors can go through to become infused with storm, and it involves like tattooing of their entire body from their wrist to their ankles to their neck. Like nice. the only thing not tattooed are their feet, hands, and, and face area. So he's mostly ink. He's mostly ink. Okay. And uh, what they do is they they sail into like these great storms, and they tie these warriors to the mast and they have to survive the night. And if oh, they shit. do, they become infused with storm. And that's kind of good. His rage isn't going to be like a rage. It's going to be him like unlocking the power in his tattoos. Are the ta- okay, so the tattoos are like magical. Yeah, they'll start glowing blue. His eyes will start glowing blue. Uh, Avatar just, style, nice. Yeah, Avatar style. He'll start just dealing storm shit. This I like be it. great. That's nice. Um, he did something. Okay. We're not going to say what. He did a bad thing. He did a bad thing. Okay. And he got he got banished, excommunicated from his tribe. And in order to make it known to all other tribe members because you know they're all in different boats. Mm-hmm. Uh he has a traitor tattoo, I guess you could call it. Oh, he's got like a forehead, mark of shame. A mark of shame on his forehead. Oh. Uh so that he can never uh, he'll never be invited back, you know what I mean? Did he you can ever, never return. Did you ever um see Yu-Gi-Oh 5Ds? No. It was a season of Yu-Gi-Oh where um, people would go to jail, and if they got, you know, caught doing crime and they went to jail, they tattooed their face. Oh wow! Okay. And the tattoo was like a barcode saying what you did. Oh okay. So the main character's got this fucking tattoo on his face. Right. Okay. That's that's cool. I I'm gathering inspiration from the Stormlight Archives books by Brandon Sanderson, where uh, the slaves get uh, a glyph kind of tattooed on brand almost brand yeah Yeah. slave brand. and uh, there's a lot of lightning stuff in that. So that's where I'm getting uh, a lot of. I'm also getting inspiration from Robert Jordan's books, uh, The Will of Time, because there's a, there's a people called the Athenmir who are like seafaring folks. That, okay. Yeah. So the Willow Time? Willow Time? Wheel of Time. Wheel of Wheel Time. Wheel of Time. I thought you said Willow Time. Will- like, it's okay. Willow Time. No. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, another willow. He, he is. He kind of lives with the shame. He is a gambling addict and a drunkard. He. Okay. Um, he never backs down from a bet and any challenge to like his manliness or his ability to be cool or or, or proficient in something, mm-hmm. he immediately will try and prove that wrong. Okay. He just, he just can't help himself. All right. I Don't think, call him yellow. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um and the way I see him dressed is he has like these baggy loose fitting breeches, some sandals, he's shirtless, and he has a, a white colored cloak. Okay. Uh, with like blue ocean waves kind of on the hem at the bottom. Okay. And uh, two two long swords because he's dual wielding. That sounds like kind of Japanese. Yeah. Very, very, very Japanese inspired. Okay. Very, very much so. I like it. So, yeah, that's my guy. I don't know. Any questions about him before we start building his ass? Uh, No, no. I feel like I, well, like, nah. 
All right, let's yeah. get those modifiers in. Oh, okay, well, let's. As a human, he gets a plus one to two. So let me, let me. Oh yeah, you go for a it. Look at the sheet. Um. So yeah, Constitution is obviously getting one, and that's getting turned into a sixteen. What's up with the sheet? And ha, then, um, yeah, and then I guess wisdom will be his other one because I want to turn that into a twelve. That's a great way to do that. And then I'm going to those even numbers though. Yeah, I'm actually going to spend his level four attribute bonus on his dex. That's going to get a plus two, so that'll be a sixteen as well. Nice. Okay. So. He's looking pretty sexy. He's starting to get strong. All right, so uh, he's wearing studded leather. Okay. So it's a, it's a 12 base, and then he's going to get to add six, three from con, three from dex, so he has an 18 armor class. Nice. But he's also, at level one, as a human, going to take the feet, um, the dual-wielding feet. Okay. Which, while he's using his swords, he gets a plus one AC. So, so 19. This barbarian's rolling with, in deep with a 19 AC. God, this looked so bad at first, and now it's yeah, looking pretty it, I good. know, I know. It was that re-roll. It was that re-roll. It was that, that rule-breaking re-roll that we do. That's our home. That's it our is home our home. That's how yeah. we do it. So dual-wielding feet. Um, he will take five levels on the barbarian, so he's going to get his extra attack. He's going to get the, the storm soul at level three. Okay. He's going to have his reckless attack. He's going to obviously have his rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he Oh, for his background, sailor, obviously. Right. Okay. Um, sure. I guess so, like criminal could have been one. No, he's definitely no. sailor because what he did wasn't a crime per se. Uh, what he did was like he made a hard choice and it brought shame to his people. Oh, um, shit. So. And what it is, I don't know. Well, we'd have to make it up later, right? Um, I'll probably roll this guy if my other character dies. Okay, he's cool. He's um, cool. So let's look at uh, saving throws. He's going to get con and strength from barbarian. Uh, the sailor gives him athletics, and I believe is it perception. I think it is perception. That would make sense. We're going to say it's perception. Let's if just I'm call wrong, it that. If I'm wrong, we'll, we'll go so back later. So be it. Um, I don't like this custom sheet. It is throwing me way off. Perception. All uh, the, are your is, skills are um, oh, like right by I where see. the modifier would be. Um, I believe he gets the the rite of passage feature from Sailor, so he can secure passage on boats because of his his background. He's just like I fucking know what I'm doing. Yeah. Watch me tie this knot. Exactly. Like, like, oh, dude, get that man on my boat. Yeah, you're one of the sea nomad people. Hell yeah, get on my boat. Yeah. So yeah, he he can do that. Um, it's good luck to have you. Except, what's that tattoo four on your face? Plus three. <laughs> I, don't don't look at that. That's not important. Don't worry. Don't ask me about that again. What's I'm important not is the money boat. I'm going to save you right. by being on your boat. <laughs> um, and uh, let me see here. Oh, as a human, he gets an extra thing. I think. Uh, well, I'm going to choose acrobatics, and I'm going to choose survival. And I'm going to choose... Your proficiency should be like a plus three at level six, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, so acrobatics. Some of these skills are looking real good. Survival. Um, you know what? He's in tune with nature. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> there he is. The All ocean right. is natural. Indeed it is. Um, I'm trying to think. Off. So uh, the one level in fighter that he's going to get, um, he will take the... The two weapon two fighting, weapon style, fighting style. style, which means I can attach my strength mod to both attacks, mm-hmm. and the dual wielding feat means I can use long swords instead of short swords. Right. So basically, a round of combat for him is going to be two d8s plus strength mod times two, and then if he's raging, additional rage damage plus the lightning thing. Nice. So he's gonna be a fucking force of nature, which yeah. is my plan. Cool. Uh, and with a 19 AC, he's gonna wade in there and front line it. 
Um, what I'll do is I'm going to I'm going to hash out the rest of this this character sheet and we'll post it on Twitter and on the Patreon. Right. So yeah, if you we'll, guys we'll upload it. Um, so if you guys like the character we've built and you want to see more of Sonosuke the Storm Stormblade, um, I'll have a clean, clear, crisp character sheet on the Twitter. And if you're on Patreon, it'll also be on the Patreon. Oh, you know, we have that PDF. You can just like type everything in. That's, yeah, yeah, that's okay, exactly we'll what I'm going to do. Instead of scanning this one. I don't know. I think I've, I've covered it. Uh, uh, all the basics. Well, well what's your, um, so as a fighter, you get a D8 for your HP? Oh, no, it's a D10. So yeah, let's oh, it's a actually. 10. Uh, yeah. And D12 for Barbarian? Yeah, yeah. So let's let's do some HP rolls. Yeah, we need to know how yeah. just how chunky is Sano. <laughs> well, it's not, he's very fit. I don't know how chunky he is. He's very meaty. Well. I know what you mean. <laughs> well, he starts off with a base of. Um, 12. 12 plus 3, plus so 15. Con. So he starts at 15 at level 1. Okay. So, so I need one level, t- one D10 and... A D8. No, no, no. A D12. D10. Oh, that's right. One D10 and a bunch of D12. I don't know why I keep saying yeah. D8. You're right. Okay. So levels 2, 3, 4, and 5, actually. Yep. I want that one. <laughs> Let's keep it. In and a D10. So we're going to add all this. And then plus another... This is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5... Five times three, so another fifteen. So we're starting at a base of thirty, really. That's good. Plus this die roll, plus all these dice. May the dice gods look on you with okay. favor. Okay, that's uh, an eleven. Okay, and a seven. That, those that's are good. 18, 19, so that's 18, 20. 20. Here's twenty here. Twenty three, twenty five. So, so fifty five HP. Not as good as I had hoped, but still pretty. Yeah, dang some of those low, those rolls are pretty low, but you, yeah. hey. You know, your stats really bolstered that for you. There it is. So, yeah, that's Sonosuke the Stormblade. I like um, it. Do you have any questions about him as a person before we call it a game? Um, I, Wasn't there this thing with your uh, your daughter? I'm, I'm actually, Santa? I'm moving away from that because oh, this okay. is, okay, so in my previous iterations of Sano, he, uh, he's been an old man, like 55. Yeah, yeah. This is young Sano. Oh, okay, this is so, like, this is like 28-year-old Maybe Sano. this is a story of him being reaccepted by his people or... Something else. Maybe he establishes a different tribe on how an young, island somewhere. How young are we talking? Because young Sano to me is like 30 or or lower. But are we talking about 20-year-old um, like Sano? I'm talking like 23-year-old Sano. Oh, damn. Yeah. And like, so he's got he's got, he's got got a good 30 years of, of adventure before that other stuff happens, oh, theoretically. Shoot. Okay. Well, well, we'll see. We'll see that's, how it goes. That's an interesting little like uh, alt-reality version of this character. Cause Indeed. I feel like it's hard for me to answer these questions, like or ask questions because I know the character. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's the basics. I'll have I'll have uh, the details hashed out on uh, Twitter and Patreon. And then with that, let's call it a game. Let's call it a game. All right, Thanks, you guys, guys have a good one. Bye. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to the Dungeon Cast. I'm Brian. And I'm Will. This is the podcast where we talk about everything Dungeons and Dragons, from moldy Mykonids to magnanimous monstrosities. And today, we're talking about giants. We're not. <laughs> I listened to that this morning, and <laughs> that's why I'm confused okay, about what's yeah. going on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it really took me by surprise. I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.